0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Pure Nintendo podcast. My name is Gemma, and with me this week, I have three esteemed members of the Pure Nintendo clan. I have a welcome back to Rev after a couple of weeks hiatus. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> missed it, and, and I'm excited for today. We've missed you too. And back with me is uh, the ever present Kirk. Thanks for joining me again, Kirk.
1: <laughs> I am happy to be here, as always. <laughs>
0: Thank you. And our, our special guest, you could say, our esteemed leader and founder of Pure Nintendo. Welcome, Justin. How are you?
2: Oh, good. Thanks for having me.
0: <laughs> My pleasure. Our pleasure. And mm-hmm. we're very excited this week because we are finally at the tail end of Tears of the Kingdom's release. It will be out when this episode airs in four short days. So uh, it's it's happening very, very soon. Um, it's very, very exciting. We're all huge Zelda fans, so this episode is kind of dedicated to our final thoughts and theories, our feelings, whatever we have to say about the game ahead of its launch next week or this week, I should say. So I thought with that in mind, let's start with you, Justin, as our kind of special guest. Uh, you You were lucky enough to review Breath of the Wild at the time when it came out all that way back in 2017, and I know you had mixed feelings even though you gave it a good review and it was overall pretty positive. There were a few, few little niggles, and I just wondered if we could start with your hopes and expectations for this game, and whether any of those have been met so far with what we've seen trailer-wise. What do you think?
2: Yeah, so yeah, I was I was having to jog my memory a little bit on what were what were some of my qualms in the review. So I was I was reading through it again. Um, but yeah, I think from what we've seen from the trailers for Two to the Kingdom. Uh, it hasn't, hasn't shown like some of the, some of the qualms that I had were like the dungeons, the bosses, the story, um, some of those types of things. And we're just getting kind of glimpses of those or, and, and we don't really have confirmation of dungeons. We've seen some, mm. there was that thing that kind of was, uh, rising out of the desert that looked maybe dungeon esque, but, um, I, you know, I'm trying to keep my hopes, uh, my expectations <laughs> in check there that, you know, if it's, if it's still kind of divine beast like, um, and not, I don't even care if it's like necessarily back to full traditional dungeons, just some, some other, um, at least movement in that direction, right. Have, mm. Having some more, uh, maybe themed dungeons. Uh, cause again, the divine beasts were all fairly similar interior theme, that kind of motif. Um, and it was very similar to even the shrine interior. So you know, going back to you know, hey, let's have a fire temple, let's have a water, you know, stuff like that would be really cool. And then, and then, kind of unique bosses again. The the various Ganons that you fought in Breath of the Wild just felt kind of derivative of one another. Um, so there wasn't really like almost some of the most interesting to fight bosses in Breath of the Wild were actually the Lionels or or the Overworld bosses, right? The Hynoxes, the stalnoxes you know th- those types of things so um so i do hope there's there's some big uh growth there um mm. and it looks like like in the trailer there were some really crazy you know boss looking thing yeah. there's one that's kind of like in like a snowstorm or, or something mm-hmm. that so i'm like so i it, it gives me some hope there that that they're addressing those things but i'm still i'm still trying to uh keep my expectations in check but yeah but yeah i, I am hopeful, I'm
0: hopeful. that's mm-hmm. good yeah i think there was some sort of ice monster that looked like it was coming out of that cyclone thing is yeah. that the one you're talking about yes yep. yeah yeah that looked really interesting uh there was some i think there was a three-headed dragon as well in the tra- in the trailer yeah. which i wasn't sure if that was a callback to the to one of the original boss bosses from the original yeah. game or not <laughs> oh yeah
2: Maybe. I think it is. I think it, in one of the screenshots it even said Gleok, which, oh, which is Did it? The, like,
0: there you uh, go. It'd be uh, weird if it was a three-headed dragon, not called Gleok, I suppose, in the in yeah. Hyrule. How many three headed dragons are there?
3: Three-headed Yeah. <laughs> um, a three-head? <laughs> yeah that's, <right.
0: laughs> that's a missed opportunity right there.
2: Yeah. And I think uh, maybe it wasn't a screenshot. It was in it was in that like 30 second ad that they had but it like mm-hmm. flashes on screen just briefly. You can see the, the Gleok, but it says Flame Gleok. And Ooh. so it's like, why would they qualify it with Flame if there wasn't also potentially other ones? So True. So, that, so that has me intrigued that maybe, yeah. maybe, that maybe a Gleok is just going to be a new type of overworld boss, kind of like, you know, there's the Hinoxes, the stalnox. You know, there's, there was variations of some of the overworld uh,
0: mm-hmm. bosses and- or minions. Many- I don't know if it's a boss exactly, but there was some sort of shark um, yeah. entity <laughs> yeah. with all this black gloop around it. I don't know if yeah. it qualifies as a boss, but it looked interesting.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> um, it did. It did like, yeah, that could be like, yeah, if it's not a boss, maybe it's a mini boss or something, mm. you know, something. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: And speaking of dungeons, I think from the trailer, it did look like there were lots of underground sections. Yeah. So. I don't know if they're dungeons exactly, but it seems like there's a lot of, uh, uh, like, we've obviously got the overworld, right, Hyrule. We've got uh, the Sky Islands, which we'll talk about, I think, soon as well. And then it looks like there's a lot of underworld action. looks like there's a lot of caves, a lot of, I don't know, beneath Death Mountain-esque type areas. Um, Do we think that's leaning towards dungeons? Maybe Kirk or Trope, do you have an opinion on that?
3: I would think it would have to be, um, yeah. you know, if and if it is a throwback to the original, like, because you remember the original NES Zelda, all the dungeons were these underground kind of, you know, labyrinths. It wasn't until, mm. you know, later games where dungeons, you know, started taking on various mm-hmm. um, you know, more unique forms and, and not saying that, you know, even being underground, they can't be unique, but, uh, I, I do feel like there's got to be something, um, mm-hmm. you know, and even if it's not full traditional dungeons, like to Justin's point, those dungeon elements, those unique themes, those bosses, um, mm-hmm. you know, just fighting a various cloud form again. And, you know, it's like, that's kind of the joke with like a lot of the uh, superhero movies, you know, the end, they end fighting a giant cloud from space or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, give us some of those memorable bosses, because that's often what you remember. Mm. Mm-hmm. The dungeon, the themes, the bosses. is not so much the puzzle structure, because the shrines cover that, but um, yeah, I don't know. But, but I think as people have, you know, throughout the years been addressing that they miss these things, that Nintendo will incorporate them in, in some way, shape, or form.
0: hmm yeah, I think that's yeah. true. And I think yeah. you're you're right about the bosses. We even when we did our Cooper Cast series about the Legend of Zelda games, the historical aspect, we all had our favorite bosses over the years that we remember <laughs> distinctly. Mm. So that's that's cool. Um I just thought I would see so you mentioned superhero movies, and the trailer had a few elements that reminded me of superhero moments like when Link looks like he's rallying kind of troops from Hyrule um, and there was a scene where there's uh, a few different kind of members of different groups all lunging forward to attack some someone who knows who it was and it looked like an Avengers moment, like getting the gang together and, <laughs> and attacking on all fronts. Um, did anyone else notice that <laughs> was it just me?
1: Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I I think I took notice of it. Maybe I'm just so used to seeing that kind of thing in movies and in other games Mm. now that it didn't seem that out of place for me or notable. Yeah. But now that you mention it, we haven't had any moments like that uh, that I can recall in in a Zelda game. Um, No, that's right. It's it's always just been, you know, if not just Link, then maybe a couple other people coming to help Mm -hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so yeah, i I, there, there are little moments like that in, in the various trailers and teasers that they put out where I think I can hardly wait to see how this factors into it. Um, you know, is this like a really big moment or is this just like going to be a common moment and the bigger moments are even bigger. So, mm. um, I, I am eager to find out how, what we've seen, uh, um, you know, becomes a pieces of the, of the puzzle um for the, yeah. the bigger game
0: like is it part of the story like the the preamble that leads to whatever situation we find ourselves in i think we've it's um what is it called this time around it's not the great calamity it's the upheaval i believe is the yeah. apocalyptic event that we're dealing with in hyrule this time around mm-hmm. um and it seems yeah. like it's set a few years after breath of the wild do we all think that We all have we got any confirmation of that, or is that just speculation at this point in terms of the timeline,
3: (laughs) or is it set before and after?
0: Well, that's it, probably. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's a good (laughs) question because you know, um, the hero of time, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And you know, with Zelda, especially, there's a scene with her. I think it's towards the end of the the last trailer, final trailer, where she's calling for Link to find her and she's on some sort of platform with a a kind of uh, rectangular prism in the centre, like an altar type of thing, and it looks very similar to where Link is earlier in the trailer, but it looks more pristine. It looks newer whereas where a link is it looks older and it's more run down or you know ruined and also when she's standing there she's kind of at ground level and can see the sky and there's no sky islands hanging around so is she trapped somewhere else or is that beforehand is it time related so many questions
3: yeah i yeah. mean <laughs> to your point about looking like a superhero thing um mm-hmm. You know, what do superhero movies do once they've had a good run and they have to reboot it? You know, they do like time travel. We've seen that with the mm-hmm. Avengers and the mm-hmm. X-Men and, and different ones. Um not saying that they have to do that with Link, but certainly we've mm-hmm. seen a lot of those, you know, time elements um, throughout various games, you know, some some more than others. But, um, you know, it definitely opens a lot of. A lot of potential when Nintendo can use an existing world and then tweak it to feel like in a, a secondary wor- world, even though it has the same guts.
0: So, mm. Yeah, because it seems like some of it is definitely set uh, sort of uh, a few years maybe after Breath of the Wild in that some of the, like I think it's Castletown looks like it's rebuilding after the Great mm-hmm. Calamity. So it seems like some of it is at least set there, but... definitely not all of it and then the sky the sky islands are the next kind of big thing like how do they get there why are they there who made them come there is that related to to ganondorf's kind of uh whatever he's doing with the whole malice thing (laughs) with the red energy up into the sky um is he breaking barriers and sending the sky islands plummeting down from somewhere up above what do we think about the whole sky island thing
3: Do we even know if it's Ganondorf? I'm sorry. Like, have they explicitly said?
2: (laughs) I mean, they haven't explicitly said that. What was it? One of the last trailers actually did show his face, or it it seems like Ganondorf's face. Definitely looked like like him. Yeah. (laughs) Could it be
0: Demise? (laughs) Wow. That is a good question. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah well I, I know like there is there was two shots in that in that trailer trev one of them shows like from behind and that looks very demise like right mm-hmm. like it had this kind of uh, this red hair but it almost looked uh, tentacle like or mm-hmm. it, it just looked different like it, he looked yeah. maybe augmented like not quite human there so you know i i, I don't know again if that is his demise, there, but like, like he's about to turn his head, and then it cuts right. Mm, um, mm-hmm. But then we do see Ganondorf, yeah, or seemingly Ganondorf. It's, it's, it, you know, if it's not Ganondorf, it looks very much like him. But later on in the trailer, and you know, and we think he's speaking, right? Someone's saying, you know, you're witnessing a king's revival or mm-hmm,
4: whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
2: but yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know if we have confirmation. Well, no, I think we do have confirmation because I think there were some tweets that Nintendo did with some of the artwork um, after the trailer and they showed some artwork for Link, that's artwork for some of the champions that are being shown in the, in the new trailer. And then they had uh, artwork for Ganondorf and I'm pretty sure they, they mentioned that it was Ganondorf. So Mm -hmm. I think, I think it's been decently confirmed now, but
0: yeah, I think so too. It definitely looked like him, although he looks and there's been some talk about how he he presents a little differently with his, yeah. you know, his little red beard, and he's got his hair tied back in a samurai kind of style. I think. Yeah. I don't know. He looks pretty cool, but yeah. <laughs> also, you know, pure evil. So, um, mm. yeah. The demise oh, thing. Good, by the, way. <laughs> <laughs> the demise thing is interesting though because I thought also it looked very much like demise uh, with the tentacle hair.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There is a theory that it's potentially Ganondorf in another form, or that Ganondorf and Demise are the same, or at least they're linked somehow. I don't know. Yeah. Um, not sure. That's that's a really good question. I don't know the answer. We hopefully will find out next week. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it just looks like Ganon Ganondorf. Yeah, like you said, I think he said something like. you're here to witness a king's revival and the Mm -hmm. birth of his new world. And then he unleashes, or is it before or after he unleashes that, the great uh, malice uh, (laughs) catapult to the sky. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, all the enemies appear. We've got, um, yeah, like just hordes of enemies obviously appearing on Hyrule. It's just, it's hard to know, obviously, when this all occurs. This is the very beginning. Is there... A moment of peace before all of this happens. <laughs> and the other thing I was reading about, and I think this is official, I think it's on the website as well, is that I think Link's adventure starts in the sky from what I gather. Like it seems like the, the Sky Island or a Sky Island is the equivalent of the tutorial section or the Great Plateau. It's like he's going to start mm-hmm. there, learn his moves, you know, before he makes his way down to the ground is that something we feel is true
4: um that's a
3: good question i guess i assumed when they were showing the feature of how he could warp from the ground to roofs Mm -hmm. i kind of the impression i got was that was like an early thing he learned i thought maybe that would aid getting Mm -hmm. to the sky but maybe you're right maybe it's maybe you fall from the sky and then kind of work your way back i don't
0: know Mm mm-hmm yeah. I'm not sure either. I think it's interesting with the Sky Islands, the uh, is it Zone Zone A, Zone I? I don't even know how to say it. You know the constructs. Yeah. yeah. Um at first it seems like they're enemies because, you know, in the in the gameplay trailer, especially um you know, Link had to fight a few of them. But are they really minions of Gandalf, or are they just protecting something? Are they just kind of guards? Hmm. Any thoughts on that? I hope they're minions, or I'll feel guilty fighting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but then true. you get to make up and become friends. So true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's your it's your classic kung fu story.
0: Mm. That's
1: right. That's a hallmark of a good story, right? Enemies
0: <laughs> I feel like they're powered by AI. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like everything. Yeah. True AI, yeah. maybe.
2: <laughs> I think I think there will be friendly one I think you're right though, Gemma, that like they don't necessarily seem like they're influenced by malice, or at least mm-hmm. we haven't seen some that they almost have like a different glow, like a color glow to them, right? They have the kind of that green. Mm green blue glow um whereas all the malice creatures the goblins, anything else that is from the red moon you know it's it's all kind of red or, or purple tinted um so so yeah maybe they're maybe they are just they're just kind of guardians of this area um and it seemed like there was even one construct that was like a uh, steward thing, like it was like sweeping in, in one, of yes. trainers, one of the gameplay moments. So, so there may actually be various. There's obviously going to be various forms of these constructs, but maybe some of them are more like uh, custodial, <laughs> you know, mm. uh, janitor janitor constructs, yeah. and some are some are more common. But, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yes, I did notice that, and I think it's actually got a name. I think oh, if yeah. this is correct, it's a ranger construct as opposed oh, okay. to a, uh, I don't know. Zoni construct the warrior ones. I don't know, but I think yeah, <laughs> it's like a little janitor uh, tending to the trees and sweeping and <laughs> yeah.
2: and ho- and hopefully you can't hurt them, right? Hopefully, like hopefully. Just like hopefully they're just they're they're doing their thing and you just
0: yeah. Then I would you know, feel bad, Trev, if I yeah. had to hurt one of those ones. Or <laughs> well, maybe
3: they'll just brush it off, like when you're doing a like sword tutorials or whatever, and you hit somebody, and they're
0: like, oh, yeah. shit yeah. off. yeah Yeah, so i mean there's a lot there's going to be a lot to unpack it'll be interesting next week on the show because we'll have had kind of a day, maybe two (laughs) with the game when we record so we'll see how far we get into it by that point um i just remembered i may not be available for next episode i uh, i guess i'm going on yeah, <laughs> is it related to Tears of the Kingdom? And you yeah. We'll
2: we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just have to cancel. It. We'll, we'll all be playing it and come back.
0: Yeah. We could could play. I, what I, we I, do, I do
2: feel I do feel like next Friday there's going to be a lot of people calling in sick.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. If they or, were
3: or, smart, or- they requested the day off months ago because we've exactly. known for a while. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Kirk. Kirk was smart I enough.
1: Yeah, I've, I've requested the day off, and I will be available Saturday because by then my son will have taken everything over, as i mentioned in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just yep. be watching him anyway. Yeah, <laughs>
4: he's
1: he's given me an entire schedule of when I'm allowed to play it, and then when he gets it, and then when I get it back for Friday.
0: Really? So,
1: yeah. Saturday wow. hasn't been. Uh, uh, Saturday's not on the on the wall yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very organized. That's yeah. <laughs> I like that. And I mean, Justin, you have another way of organizing your time to share with your with your with your wife, with um Caitlin, um, which is just having two
2: Yes. Yeah. So we, we um we did we did the route that Nintendo, I'm sure, was wanting everybody to do is hey, we're not gonna be able to play this at the same time. We should get another switch and, and Nintendo's quietly nodding in the background like, Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah we did we did get we did get another switch because because katie's like well if you're playing i don't want to get spoiled i want to i want to play through myself you know because mm-hmm. that's how we did breath of the wild like she zelda's one of the franchises she's really you know gotten into and so yeah she wants to kind of you know go her own. it was really fun even sharing stories too like oh where'd you go off the plateau oh i went this way oh you know, I mm-hmm. you know? so like we We don't necessarily share stories like on spoilers or things, but just like, Oh, where'd you go? Oh, you went to, Oh, okay, cool. I went to, you know, (laughs) um, so, so we're, we're excited about that, that kind of thing this time too. But, but she was like, no, I definitely want to be able to, uh, to, to play while you're playing. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's one way to solve it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. It's the simplest way, and Kirk, it's not too late for you. You could just do that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, we'll actually have us, uh, and Sophie's coming back and bringing her switch from school. That'll will. Uh, there'll be three switches in the house and just one copy of the game. So maybe, wow. uh, mm. maybe I do need to get one of the kids to do some work around the house and earn themselves their own. Copy. <laughs> That's
4: right.
1: Uh, do all you guys have multiple switches, but me? I only have the one.
3: Oh, because I, mm. I have two ducks but only one switch. <laughs> How? How did that happen? <laughs> well, you know, we like playing in, in on the TV, especially for games we share like Zelda. Um, so, and I just got tired of having to unhook the dock and then hook it in the bedroom and then take it out of the bedroom, hook it back in the living room. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get a second dock. So, um,
4: cool.
3: but we only, we'll only have the one copy of the game, so. Mm. Um, yeah, not, not judging those who get to, you know, each, each person does their own thing, but, um, yeah, I I
0: do kind of want to though, now that I, (laughs)
4: yeah,
0: I know it's pretty cool. I, I, it would be a bit of a splurge for me because it's just. My kids yeah. and I uh, I don't like, think they need to be time it, though like what if yeah. Justin,
3: what if you only play for an hour and Katie plays for like six or seven hours? like do you try to sync up
2: or We yeah we do like if if we, um yeah, at least we, with Breath of the wild, we did kind of have like similar play sessions. So I'd play for I'd play for a couple hours, she'd play for a couple hours, you know so we were we were fairly like in tandem with where we were throughout the game but like if we were getting somewhere like, Oh, don't tell me that, you know, like, so w- like we didn't, we didn't get to share like maybe a whole lot of stories about the game until we both finished it, you know, like, um, so we did kind of, uh, but we did try to like pace ourselves through the game kind of similarly. I may have been going a little bit quicker though, since I was reviewing it, I was trying to get as much play time, which I'm going to be trying to do, uh, with tears of the kingdom as well. So I might, you know, be playing just a little bit more and then just,
1: you know, not not able to share stories until until she's further along too. But Well, that's good for her then too, because you know, she gets caught on something. You're like, Oh, you know what? If you go here, you're gonna get this item that's really gonna mm-hmm. help when you uh take on this guy. Yeah. So I mean, isn't it good to have someone ahead of you?
3: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point.
4: So
0: like a built in edge yep. code. Yeah, yeah. well, you've got your son to do that, haven't you, Kirk? So. Yes,
1: yes. That's- and if I'm having trouble beating a particular monster, I just hand over the controller, let him go, and I come back in five minutes and progress.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just will have to keep trying, I think. <laughs> 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 that's okay.
1: <laughs> when you were getting tired, talk- they're enough. almost old enough.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, you were talking
2: about the Sky Islands, uh, Gemma, and mm-hmm. there was one thing, like, the last trailer you know, I think, I think a lot of us probably had that, that feeling of like, man, this looks really similar. Like, like what they had shown up to, like even, even Aja Numa's, um, gameplay session was like, so is it just the islands? Is that all they changed? You know, like obviously mm-hmm. they, they keep saying that the High Rule, the overworld has changed fairly significantly too, but, um that last trailer they did that that really did kind of like okay yeah there's more there's underground mm-hmm. places there's mm-hmm. looks like there's quite a bit more that's new in the overworld as well in addition to the sky island so um so yeah i, I am excited to um to to explore again and and hopefully it it feels still really fresh right and it's
4: mm-hmm. <laughs> those
2: those maybe the times you come across things you recognize from Breath of the Wild are like cool callbacks but there's still plenty of New things to do, right? And new, yeah. But
0: yeah, I think that sounds right. Um, It did. I heard someone refer to it as seventy dollar DLC at one point.
2: (laughs) Uh, That that Uh, was that was that was the common complaint. I think before that last trailer. I think yeah, the last trailer that that's harder to to justify. But I mean, I could still maybe see. You know, again, we haven't seen a whole lot, but once the game comes out, I think that's going to finally put that. uh, critique to rest, hopefully. Hopefully, there's just mm. there's just so much content. It's like, oh man, this is you know, yeah. Like, yes, it's the same world, but it is, this is a true sequel. This is not you know mm-hmm. just expansion. But
3: and I'm wondering, like, it's hard to get a sense of scale, like, because even like in Breath of the Wild, you go out on the plateau and you're like, oh, it's big, but you don't really get a sense of how big it is until you're walking, and like an hour later, you're still walking. Yeah. So, like, with these islands, are they like? are some of these like skyloft sized islands? Like, cause they don't look like they're just little, you know, little rocks. They look, you know, d- different shapes, different sizes. I'm wondering how big, uh, you know, the, the over, not the overworld, but you know, the islands in the sky, how big they actually are, you know, how much depth and, and scope and uh, things like that. And it's, it's hard to tell from a trailer for me. Mm. I don't know what you guys think.
1: I think they wouldn't want to give away more in the trailer anyway. Um, you know, like like seeing a trailer and then referring to it as $70, $70 DLC, mm-hmm. as you said, is, is kind of weird mm. because, of course, they're not going to show us everything, right? They want us to continue to be surprised over the uh, 150 hours it takes to complete the game. So I expect that what we've seen so far is just a tiny, tiny portion and they're saving not even just the big surprises, but a lot of little surprises along the way. And it's just going to continue to elate us as as we move along. Um, that that could be overly optimistic, but I mean, this is Nintendo we're talking about. And they certainly uh, um, know how to top themselves and know how to keep things fresh moving forward, as we've seen time and time again. So I, I have no worries at all that uh, I, I'm going to be playing the game. And after 15 hours, I'll be like, eh. It's just not going to (laughs)
0: happen. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, this is a series that's been going for a long time and we've never been let down before. I mean, look at Breath of the Wild and how different that was uh, and unique and and new. And now it's, what is it, uh, 29 million copies, I think, of that particular game have been sold. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, it's a lot. And I guess uh, with this one, I mean, there's, what, 122-odd million switches out there now. Yeah. Do we think this uh, Tears of the Kingdom iteration will surpass Breath of the Wild in terms of sales?
2: Yeah, I I, I think it will. I, I think, uh, I, and I, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I do think that Tears of the Kingdom uh, can surpass um, Breath of the Wild. I do think that it's probably going to set some records for, fastest to certain mm. you know thresholds oh, like 10 the million opening weekend
1: will be huge
2: yeah it's probably gonna what was it i think the did pokemon set a record it was like 10 or 12 million in three days or something wow uh, when when scarlet and violet came out um <laughs> uh you know in november last year yeah i do think that tears of the kingdom has the potential to beat that now that that well I don't know. Maybe not. Pokemon is is a force all to its own, but there is a ton of people mm-hmm. that are really excited about Tears of the Kingdom and and if people are buying like multiple copies, and you've got again <laughs> 120 plus million switches out there, I would not be surprised if if it does 10 million very as fast or, or fairly fairly mm-hmm. as, as quickly as Pokemon did. But
3: yeah, I agree. I've, I've, yeah, I think I've, The only question with sales, and I agree that it's going to fly out of the gate, but mm-hmm. whether it's gaming or, or movies or, or music, sometimes things get front loaded. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, God forbid, this game doesn't review that well, or there's some bad word of mouth, or people mm-hmm. are like, you know what, it is kind of DLC-ish. Then maybe sales could taper off quicker than expected. Um, I don't foresee that, but... You know that is that is a potential. Not you know, I'd, I'd love to see each subsequent Zelda game outsell the last, but that doesn't happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is a unique one, building off you know the last games. So I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping it mm-hmm. does surpass. The audience is there for it to surpass, but I think a lot of it, obviously not for us diehard Nintendo guys, we're going to buy it day one. But for some <laughs> of the less enthusiastic about Nintendo, some who are are not going to buy multiple copies or not buy Amiibo or special editions. Mm. You know, they're going to wait and see how it reviews. And for better or worse, I mean, what if this doesn't get 90-something in Metacritic?
0: Mm. Yeah, it's not a tough Not to be style. a Debbie
3: Downer, but I'm just throwing <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, it really does depend on if the reviewers, if there is if there is enough content that really you know, is, is maybe too similar to breath of the wild. Then I I could see some reviewers like, yeah, this is, this is a really amazing, like, you know, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping it may be like a Mario galaxy two situation. Like, like we all agree Mario galaxy two is amazing, right? Like Mm -hmm. amazing game. And I think uh, a lot of us would agree that Mario galaxy two probably did it better. uh, Like we, we would agree like, okay, galaxy. Yeah, that was incredible. Galaxy Two came out. Oh wow, that's that's just as incredible, and and then some, mm-hmm. right? So, I think Tears of the Kingdom has the potential for that. But the, I mean, the only thing could be that that lingering feeling of like, oh, it's the it's the same, it's the same Hyrule, or you know, granted, there's there's <laughs> gonna be changes. I, I know there's gonna be changes, but like every other Zelda game has had a fairly different world for us to explore, right? So.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, that, that's just the only thing that might not go for it, but yeah, I, but yeah, you're right, Trev. there still is potential. Like some people would be like, uh, breath of the Wild was once in a generation game. Yeah. This one's, you know, could get high eighties maybe. I don't know. I like, I, I still think it could still get into the nineties and, you know, maybe match or, I don't know that it'll surpass breath of the wild, but in, in Metacritic, but I could see it. Um, yeah, mm. I can see it the 90s just just of all of the gameplay things that it's doing like it's doing just some really unique things that just no other games do so it's going to be going to be interesting how the reviewers uh, what they do with it yeah
0: Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting and even just talking about it um, uh, you know amongst ourselves and I've you know I talked to friends um, outside of the team you know here at home in Australia people are talking about it you know, for better or for worse, even though there's some concerns, I I, I have a friend who's hugely into Zelda, um, and is watching all the videos about Tears of the Kingdom, but is also and has a pre-ordered, of course, but uh, is also a little worried, just like some of the things we've had. So there's that trepidation a little bit about what whether it can live up to the expectation. But I think, like Trev said, it's the initial sales will do well. Whether it tapers off or not is to be seen, depending on those reviews, but. The fact, yeah, the fact remains that people there's interest, and I've never, I mean, I can't think of the last time a game was this hyped. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just so hyped up right now. <laughs> like everyone's yeah. talking about it. Um, it's just, it's definitely Nintendo's biggest game of the year, um, if not the Switch's life cycle. Almost, I mean, it's bigger than Breath of the Wild, even though that was a launch title and that was huge. This is like they need to outdo themselves with this one. They need to better what they already did. And, yeah, whether that's bringing back dungeons to appease those fans, whether it's expanding Hyrule to make it seem different so that it's not just retreading old ground. There's a lot riding on this. <laughs> I don't envy Nintendo's position, but I also think, uh, as Kirk said, Nintendo has never let us down before when it comes to this series. They, Yeah. There's a lot of love there, and I think we've said this before. Nintendo fans can be fickle, so they, you know, you've got to be aware of that as well. But for the most part, I think we know and love this series enough that we'll find ourselves enjoying it immensely. Hopefully, and you know, <laughs> you're talking about fickle Gemma, mm-hmm. where
3: all the all the people are saying, "Oh, it looks too much like Breath of the Wild." There's going to be those that play it and be like, "Oh, it's not enough." Like Breath Mm. of the Wild.
0: True. That's so true. There's no winning. Yeah, Yeah. you can't please everybody. We know that. We we know that exactly. And
2: uh, one of the things you're bringing up, too, Gemma, like this game is getting really hyped, right? Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that Nintendo's also been managing the hype fairly well. Like, like you said, there's still plenty of people out there that have the game pre-ordered. Mm-hmm. But are also like just cautious with it. You, you know what I mean? Like, um, and I think Nintendo, the way they've done this marketing cycle for the game, it's been a little frustrating. I think for the fans because it's been kind of just a drip feed, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're, you know, just finally like a, a month out mm-hmm. from launch, we got that that final trailer that finally gives us some more, you know, just mm-hmm. information of what the whole game is going to be like. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think some of the, some of the hype has just been building in this last month. Right. But really before that, you know, Nintendo was really, uh, quiet, you know, like, like, Mm. uh, especially compared with, you know, the breath of the wild lead up now, granted they had to justify a lot of things with breath of the wild. They were changing a lot of the conventions with the Zelda franchise. And so they, Mm -hmm. they knew they had to sell people on this concept, right? They don't have to sell us anymore. You know, they, (laughs) So and, and I actually kind of this could just be a real like master class in marketing with with Nintendo. Like if it all goes well, if like the game reviews, well, people are going to look back at this and going to be like, man, Nintendo was so smart to mm-hmm. not do too much marketing. Right. Um, because what it's done is it it's it's had people cautiously optimistic rather than just hyped out of their minds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's. <laughs> Um so and I think that's the better that's the better end to be on because if if the reviewers are cautiously optimistic, if if fans are cautiously optimistic, then they get the game and it's exceeding those expectations, that's that's better than the other the opposite, right? You know, mm-hmm. like if their expectations are through the roof, across the board, oh, it's a sequel to the one of the best games of all time. Of course it's gonna be great. And then they go into it and it's like, oh, you know. So <laughs> I think Nintendo has been managing the expectations fairly well, either intentionally or, or accidentally they're uh, they're onto something here that if you look at some of the other high profile sequels that have launched within the last year, like you look at the, the new God of war game, God of war Ragnarok, you look at um, horizon forbidden West, you look at those, those two, they didn't really, they scored kind of the same as their previous iterations, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little bit less but most people consider them kind of safe sequels. They're mm. they're both. I would consider like they're doing better and more things. They have more content. They you know, there's things that they're definitely doing better than their previous games. But most people are like they just didn't change up the gameplay enough to um, to not be considered just safe sequels. So mm. that's the thing that Nintendo has to balance here. And I think all those gameplay things they even showed us in uh, Aonuma's demo. It shows that there's a lot of new gameplay possibilities in this. So that that to me is already a step in the right direction. You know, again, I'm not trying to get too hyped there, but, <laughs> um, but again, not just Nintendo fans, but fans in general are fickle, right? Mm-hmm. The, you know, a publisher's like, hey, you really like this game? Let's just do more of that with, with with just more stuff and then fans are like oh it's it's kind of like the other game and it just has more of the same you know (laughs) yeah it's like but we gave you exactly what you love so you know there's a fine balance between giving them giving the fans what they want and also you know you've got to exceed their expectations right and and Mm -hmm. i think that you know maybe nintendo's been watching some of those other games and seeing how they've kind of had you know, some some still solid response, but they're like, okay, we've got to, you know, maybe hold more close to the chest so we can, anyway. Sorry, mm. I went on a long rant.
0: <laughs> no, that's brilliant. <laughs> Makes perfect I'm sense. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you like an I, old man yelling at the cloud, Justin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, or a sky island in this case, yeah. But, yeah.
3: <laughs> but you know, it was interesting and, and to Justin's point, like the first Breath of the Wild. It wasn't just the new ideas within a Zelda game, but Nintendo was really banking the Switch on that game. Mm-hmm. You know, after the Wii U's failures, it's like, all right, the 3DS can't keep, you know, keep us alive forever. We need this to be a hit. Yeah. You know, people aren't going to be buying a Switch for a One Two Switch or mm-hmm. uh, you know, you know Barman or you think back to the launch of the Switch. You know, there wasn't a whole lot. Everyone was playing Zelda. And that's what Nintendo needed to get this in their hands. Now the switch is flirting with potentially, you know, DS level sale figures. So they have the audience built in. So it's like, yeah, we don't have to push the game as hard because that work's already been done five years ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The groundwork's been laid.
0: (laughs) Mm, That's a really good point. And I, yeah, I mean, you're right. The the um, switch outsold the Game Boy earlier this year, as in it surpassed the Game Boy sales, and now it's creeping up on the DS. I think it's still a few uh, what was the DS one hundred fifty four odd million something switch, like that. Yeah, yeah and Switch is on one twenty two, so it's and it's obviously still being manufactured and made, and we've got you know people buying it uh, a lot, so <laughs> it could easily do that. It's uh, now the so second best selling Nintendo console. I think, third best-selling console overall. So it's doing amazingly. Like, is it
3: third? What two are ahead?
0: I know the PS2 uh, and DS are like Nick and Nick. PS2, yeah, and DS so and then and Switch. And mm, yeah, yes. that's right. And yeah, the, I think the PS2 is very close to the DS. Like, it's less than a million or something. Yeah, super, super close. So, yeah, that's interesting. Um, you know, something else we haven't really talked about is that this the Breath of the Wild came out with a Switch, which is, uh, like you said, Trev, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a, they they had a lot of writing on that one because they needed the Switch to do well. But the these big Zelda games do often come out at the end or the start or both of a life cycle of a system, mm-hmm. don't they? And mm-hmm. we've been talking so much about, well, not just us, everyone has been talking about a Switch sequel, Switch 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Switch, as we, as our friend Barry referred to it in a podcast a few weeks ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is purely speculative at this point, but what do we think? It, they would have announced something by now, right? If it was tied in with Zelda, it would have already been a thing. Yeah. Would it make sense to even launch a new system immediately after they've released a huge game like Tears of the Kingdom? Maybe not?
4: No.
3: I mean... <clears throat> historically you got to for for a new system it's not just building a pipe but like manufacturing concerns and stuff like the only time i can think of where a company tried like that kind of sneaky launch was like sega with the saturn and and that did not go well and, and of course that's going back almost 30 years now so um you know nintendo's aware of the rumors that have been going on for for years now and Obviously, they are working on a, they're always, every company's always working on their next, you know, system, but um, Nintendo's smart. They're going to maximize their money. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're going to, re- they're not going to reveal it too soon, right? Like, I think they're going to, you know, the, the, the big focus is on Tears of the Kingdom, right? And then there's only one other Nintendo title they've announced in Pikmin 4, And that's July 21. We don't know anything beyond that except for obviously Metro Prime 4, which, you know, hopefully hear some news on at some point. But there's no other titles beyond that, right? There's no other future Mm. Nintendo things we know about, even even hardware-wise. So, but yeah, I think Trev's right. Like, they're not going to want to cut the legs off of uh, Zelda sales, right? Like, let's say it does review well and the thing is selling like crazy two, three months. Let's say it's August you know they don't want to announce a new switch if if someone's on the fence and they're like, "Man, I got to get a switch because I got to play this Tears of the Kingdom." Everybody's talking about <laughs> it. Right? Like yeah. they want people to be making those decisions to buy a switch into the holiday. I would think. Um, mm. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I could see, I could see a scenario where a new switch maybe comes out next year. Um, mm-hmm. Something that's kind of similar to this is. Um, Majora's Mask came out, I think, in 2000. And the GameCube came out in uh, 2001, I believe.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so you have a scenario where, like you said, Gemma, there, Zelda kind of is at the beginning or the end, right, of,
4: mm-hmm.
2: of a cycle. Yeah. I can very much see Zelda it, it is going to be at the you know closer to the end than the beginning of the Switch's mm-hmm. life cycle. Or yeah. the kingdom anyway. so, it's um, like
0: it's bookending, really, because yeah. we started – we started the switch with breath of the wild with Zelda and now potentially ending (laughs) with tears of the kingdom, which would be interesting.
2: And like we, we have to, we have to figure guys, they did an expansion pass for breath of the wild. That was the first time Nintendo had done something like that was with the Zelda franchise. And I think people are anticipating they might be doing something similar. Now. um, I don't think they would want to lock that behind upgrading to a new system by any Mm. means, but um, I, I do think we'll have, like, continuing content for Tears of the Kingdom maybe over the next year, right? It could maybe even have something debuting this holiday and then a secondary, you know, pack mi- middle of next year. But
3: um,
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I I've, I meant to ask you about that, actually, because we haven't heard if there would be DLC yet, mm-hmm. right? I mean, the game's no. not out yet, but they haven't said... We've planned DLC. Um, mm-hmm. but we would expect that, right? After Breath of the Wild. Did that DLC do well, do we know?
2: I don't know if they reported on sales mm. for the DLC, but I I would imagine I would imagine it did well, but mm. yeah, I yeah, I don't know if they've reported on sales of that individually or not. Did they ever no. do
0: that? Come to think of it, do they report on DLC sales? Like how's Mario Kart going? I wonder. But anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Mario, Kart's, sure. Mario Kart's Mario Kart. It's a thing like uh, like Pokemon. It's a thing unto itself, isn't it? <laughs> it's oh, yeah. just, <laughs> yeah, I think that's the top-selling Switch game, isn't it? Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Yeah. So, yeah, that yeah. DLC was bound to do well. Yeah, well, I do hope the DLC, and yeah, that makes sense as well. If if they're going to do sort of six or 12 months' worth of follow-ups after the game's released, um, again, they'd be cutting off their legs or shooting themselves in the foot if they... <laughs> They uh, had a new system so, so soon afterwards. So, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So <clears> would they even
3: want to announce DLC? Because potentially people could be like, oh, it's not even complete. Mm, true. But it's yeah. a tough finish. Like, yeah. Gosh, it's I, a I, tough gig. <laughs>
4: it's
2: yeah, a tough gig, isn't I it? They would want to probably give it some time, maybe. I'm trying mm. to remember, did the expansion... So Breath of the Wild came out in March... Mm-hmm. And then the expansion pass, I thought, got announced at E three that year, so it was only like a three month gap.
0: Mm. Yeah, so um, we so could like expect, March, yeah, March or something. But um, yeah, well, we've got the we've got Gamescom in August, and we've got the Nintendo Live event in September, right? So mm-hmm. the few chances, and I mean, you would think, depending on what else they've got planned for the rest of the year after Pikmin, yeah. maybe DLC is a Holiday incentive to to boost sales of uh, of Tears of the Kingdom. Don't know. It's a mystery. And Nintendo loves to shroud things in mystery. I think in general. And you mentioned their marketing tactics, and I think, uh, I think they do a good job in their own way. It's sometimes frustrating for us fans, but mm-hmm. generally it seems to work, right? I mean,
3: yeah, you know yeah. the Futurama meme, shut up and take my money. That's really based <laughs> on
4: Nintendo. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yes exactly nintendo's
3: one of their
2: mantras is to surprise and delight right Mm -hmm. like they they want they want to surprise us like they a lot of their games have those moments of like oh i can do that now or you know like Mm. you get in these new abilities you know it's their surprising moments worked into all of their games so i know that it is really just at the core and i'm glad i'm glad there's you know not that not that other game companies aren't doing that but but I like that Nintendo has that focus of still trying to surprise us with, mm. you know, with things yeah, a lot of a lot of games maybe give away too much or they you know
4: mm-hmm.
2: um, you know there's there's not as much you know when you get into the game, oh there wasn't that much that they hadn't already shown about this, but
0: yeah. I love freedom. that sentiment. That's one of the reasons I love Nintendo. They do mm-hmm. surprise and delight me. So <laughs> thank you, <Yeah>. Nintendo. <laughs>
1: well, it's also easier for them because they have all the attention. <laughs> <laughs> like like yeah. third-party companies have to constantly hype their own games because mm. they're going up against bigger companies and, you know, uh, we're, we're tr- trying to pull your focus away from, like, say, Tears of the Kingdom. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they tend to talk more because... Yeah. You're always looking the other way.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's a good
2: point. I actually saw a tweet from, uh, I think it was Devolver Digital, uh, Kirk, that was really funny. It said, uh, like after the recent um, Tears of the Kingdom trailer, they they tweeted out, uh, remind me not to publish anything uh, the week of May 12th.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah,
1: I'll be curious to see what non Tears of the Kingdom press releases we get that week, and maybe give them some extra love just to help yeah. them out.
4: For having yeah, having the guts to do
1: point. that. I yeah, yeah. See, I, I did see some
2: games on the eShop that are going up uh, against Zelda, and not really? against Zelda, but they're launching the same day, and it's uh-huh. just, it's just that's a. I mean, on the one hand, they're not necessarily going against it, but maybe they're trying to ride the wave of that success. Oh, there's a ton of people going to be on the eShop. Here, let's launch the same day, you know? So.
0: True. Yeah, that's true. If you if you see the What's New screen on the eShop and you're looking for Tears of the Kingdom, but next to it is something else <laughs> that yeah. catches your eye, maybe. Oh, yeah. You could save it to your favorites or, or not.
3: Or they have the, uh, the knockoff version like one of those companies do. It'd be like a Oh, Kingdom of the Teardrops or something, and try to <laughs> program grandma. Yeah, oh, it looks like that game.
1: It's only five dollars It's perfect.
4: Yeah, wow, <laughs>
1: for a deal. Yeah, everybody's it's only five grandparents and parents buying it for you instead of what you want. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> you have it's to that. smile and be like, "Thank yeah. you." Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. This is I, just what I was hoping for. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got you the tears game. Come on. <laughs>
1: That, that'd be funny. The game is just called Tears. Just do play it for me. I want to see what it's like. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Woo. accolade <laughs> trailer would be like, This game moved me to tears. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's going in the snippet. Um, yes. <laughs> speaking of Tears of the Kingdom, which we've been doing now for almost an hour, but speaking of the name Tears of the Kingdom, mm. do we know why it's called Tears of the Kingdom? Well, from what I hear of
3: <laughs> of Zelda, every time she talks, she sounds like she's getting ready to bust into tears. <laughs> <laughs> and, and granted there's a lot going on. She's got the weight of the world you know, the kingdom mm. on her shoulders, but
0: yeah.
3: Um, yeah, you gotta wonder what kind of maybe heartache is
0: in mm. store. Yeah, Yeah, and um, she has this little teardrop uh, little things under her eye, or one under her eye, under each eye, uh, little symbols. But I didn't even realize this at first until yesterday when I was watching uh, some breakdowns on YouTube that she's she's got a teardrop pendant around her neck. Yeah. Yeah. So is that the tear? Like, is that one of the tears in the kingdom? And do our other friends that we talked about at Avengers style each have their own tier that we're trying to put together in some sort of gauntlet fashion to, to stop canon <laughs>
2: uh, Zelda uh, link infinity gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I think uh, I was watching some breakdowns of the trailer and I think, I think there were some other tiers that were, were spotted mm-hmm. um, in, in the trailer. So, so I think, I think, yes, they are gonna be some sort of item. I don't know if we're gonna get the item in the game necessarily, but Mm -hmm. I think some of what the title is talking about is those those items and maybe those champions that are holding them maybe, you know? So, Mm -hmm. um, but I think, you know, Nintendo likes double meanings and
4: Mm -hmm. you remember (laughs) like
2: there was that rumor that they didn't even wanna announce the title because they thought it would spoil the game.
4: Yeah, And
2: I mean, obviously if you know the story, and you know the connection you're, you you know but like for us like Tears of the Kingdom nothing's really spoiled in that from our perspective right we don't know the the end mm. from the beginning yet <laughs> so
4: yeah
2: <laughs> um so but I do think Tears they probably wanted that double meaning of like it does seem like the stakes are higher like you know Calamity Ganon that was a crazy thing but it seems like Ganondorf like there's a much darker tone even from the very first mm. trailer of this game right like it's so maybe Tears of the Kingdom is somehow just speaking to, like, you know, the, the kingdom is is in an upheaval, it's, fa- you know, falling again, and, and there's just a lot of maybe sorrow. I don't
0: know. but mm. I hope it's not going to end like the Infinity, the first uh, Infinity Wars movie, the, sorry, Avengers Infinity Wars, <laughs> yeah. where it was so like... So
2: someone, uh, Ganondorf's going to snap his fingers.
3: And- <laughs> yeah,
0: oh my gosh. <laughs> well, they'll set up for the sequel
3: on Switch yeah. 2
0: then. Yeah.
3: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> hey, Gemma, i was thinking though with like kind of the um like the whole avengers thing like there would be a little bit of precedent because like wasn't it twilight princess like the people from the village came and like were shooting arrows at the castle while link
0: oh yeah kind of mm. went in the
3: innards so maybe it could be something similar here like throughout your adventure the characters you meet mm. kind of come at the end and you know, maybe do like the divine beast you know, they're not going to defeat Ganon for you, but maybe knock, you know, knock off some of his edge. Yeah. So you can
0: take that easier. I don't know. Yeah. I just like that they're all banding together. It's like, they know Link is the the chosen one sort of thing, like the the chosen warrior. Um, And he's obviously, you know, he's protecting the land uh, on behalf of Zelda and she's doing her thing too. But the people are behind Link and Zelda. They're obviously, you know, I don't want. Oh, Jeff, I don't like want the, the, the bloodshed.
3: Blood one, and yeah, now you're making me think of a uh, Anakin Skywalker. Maybe at the end, <laughs> Link will join up with Gannon. you were oh, supposed to destroy Gannon, not join oh, him. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> oh,
4: that would be
2: that, those are the twists
1: we don't want. We don't need, yeah, that, yeah, that's tears of the fans. <laughs> what tears <laughs> of the players? yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine though the press they'd get. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, look at Link's arm. It's all, it's all funky, right? What's happening there? I, I know the malice kind of took the sword the or whatever. It's
1: taking him over.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Is beginning
1: (laughs) oh that's good marketing too. leave it like that leave it hanging open then say now you got to buy the switch pro or two in order to find out what happens yeah that's right bad guy buy a new system and find out Mm -hmm. we don't do it twice
0: come on Oh, my gosh. There's so much to look forward to. It's very, very exciting. Um, I guess, nice. yeah, <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Yes. Uh, with that in mind, since we're coming in on close to an hour here, do we have any final kind of random uh, theories or thoughts or predictions or any other things we want to say that we haven't already said? Mm-hmm. Who would like to say something
3: um i don't know how interesting this is but i, I dreamt <laughs> of
0: the game oh that is interesting is pretty,
3: it's pretty rare for me to like dream of a video game but i think as we're getting now to the final week my hype's building
0: wow um, see what do i say hyped it's hyped it's even yeah. in trev's dreams so you know
3: <laughs> my prediction I, isn't specific for the game but i predict um there's going to be some maybe late pure Nintendo articles because <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. be honest, if they're not done by like next Thursday night,
4: <laughs> it's Let, going to be. Let's really, be right? There's going to
2: be a general lack of productivity across the the world. Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: the yeah. Economy. <laughs> yeah. We'll have our okay. own sort of calamity where things will just grind to a halt. <laughs> exactly.
2: We got to save the world. We're going to take a couple break, a couple weeks to break. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to admit, I did dream about it last night as well. But that's probably because I was up late watching trailers oh, wow. in preparation yeah. for the podcast. So mm-hmm. yeah, that usually happens the night before a podcast because it's morning for me, uh, and I tend to think <laughs> during the night. So does that count? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> I, I feel you though. I dream about stuff like that often just because it's in my mind, but yeah.
3: And after this podcast, uh, Kirk and Justin will all dream too.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: yeah. I,
2: I've had dreams about games before. It, it, it's funny with breath of the wild guys. I was, mm-hmm. I was super hyped for that and it was probably in hindsight, a bad thing, um, and, and led to some of my disappointment and in, mm. in certain aspects of breath of the wild, um, So I, so I'm trying to, you know, I, I still am excited about it, but I, but I have been like trying to just not think about it too much and the (laughs) time, time, time will go by slower too thinking about it too much. And so so I haven't really been like some of the time, the time has just been going by like, Oh, I got plenty of work to do. Oh, Oh, it's here. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been trying to take that approach this time. So hopefully
0: I'm a bit more. But then we dedicated a whole podcast to it. So how has that helped your situation?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, certainly talking about it with you, it, it does, you know, it's like, man, it's just a week left. Man, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I am excited. And, um, you know, obviously you know, we got Katie the, the special edition switch. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you know, you're getting more excited about it. And, um, but Anyways, trying to keep, trying to, I just keep reminding myself, just keep your expectations in check. <laughs> yeah, not, exactly. Not traditional dungeons. We're not rioting. you know. It's a yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I think they'll have something, even if it's some yeah. kind of hybrid. We'll I think, see.
2: yeah, even if it's not one-to-one comparison, I, th- I think, to me, that was the most universal feedback that, that mm. most people had. Like, even the people that still lauded, you know, Breath of the Wild as, like, the best game of all time, we're still like, oh yeah, I could use some dungeons, you know? So I, I think that, <laughs> that, that hopefully there's something that is at least beyond what they did with divine Beasts, even if it's not fully to them.
0: Mm. So really it was yeah. the best game of all time so far, as Homer says yeah. in the Simpsons, maybe. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, well, that's brilliant. I've loved this discussion. Thank you so much for taking part today. I think, my hype level has just gone through the roof now. <laughs> I do okay. have my. Uh, I'm not getting the OLED or anything special edition wise, but as I mentioned to Kirk last week, I am getting the controller. It's pre ordered. It's arriving on Friday. I'm super mm-hmm. excited to start playing with the controller, the new controller, uh, and nice. I'll give my give my son my old controller. <laughs> um, <Wow>. So <laughs> with the drift, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> but thank you again and thank you listeners for taking part in our show today. Please uh, leave us a review. If you're on YouTube, give us a like and a subscribe. We love what we do. We love talking about games and we hope you've enjoyed listening. Did you have any closing comments, Justin, for today?
2: No, just uh, everyone get, get Zelda and enjoy it. and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll be excited to talk about it uh, coming up here.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And game on. Until next time.